0: everyone, welcome to the No Parameters Project. My name is Mark. We are on our 11-day countdown to Halloween on Tuesday, October 20th. What better way to kick things off than with a ghost story. This is a short story that I wrote about six years ago. It's a horror story that I called Faces. So I hope you enjoy. It was neatly tucked at the back of the cul-de-sac. A small one-story ranch house, gently obscured by trees in the front yard. It had a brick exterior with maroon-colored shutters. A lovely home, really. It sat quietly in the neighborhood. It was private and reasonably priced. Seemed like a steal and a quick sale for a realtor. It was a gem of a foreclosure. All but abandoned by what she was told was a family unable to keep up with the mortgage payments. It was odd they left all the furniture. But with minimal care, Jennifer Carter knew it would go quick. Or so she thought. Yeah, I'm on the way there now, she said, to the person on the other end of the phone, the other hand on the steering wheel. She was already in her car headed down the road. On her way to the house she would remember forever, The person she is now will soon be gone Changed forever I just want to make sure this place is ready Sounds like it's still in good shape though I might not need to worry about too much work being done I'll check it out and be home later She smiled Yes honey, I hate you too She quipped It was never I love you But they both knew what they meant She wanted it ready for the open house by the next week so she needed to check this place out. After she closed her phone, her mind began to wander, would these people come back for their things? Is this home really just abandoned, everything dropped? It's a strange situation. She hoped for no surprises. She hoped. She pulled up in front of the house slowly. It had great curb appeal, she thought. She rolled down her window and snapped a picture with her camera. A quick check over the place, some pictures for online, and she would be done, assuming the place was in as good a shape as she was told. She closed the car door behind her and looked up at the tall tree in the front yard, its branches outstretched, casting down a quaint shade from the sun. She took a tour around the front to the back to make sure the exterior had no issues, which it didn't. She made her way to the front door, ready to see the inside. The door opened with a groan, revealing a front hall, with light wooden floors leading back to a kitchen. Her eyes looked over and saw a well-kept home indeed. She took a few steps in and saw the hallway to the left, leading to the bedrooms. She stepped into the kitchen, which had fresh cabinetry, new countertops. Everything was still in the same spot when the owners left. Glasses were still in the cabinet, little knick-knacks still on the counter, and a coffee cup. As she made her way closer, she noticed there was still coffee in the cup. Odd, she thought. She peered around suspiciously when she first saw the cup was still full. Her hand touched the glass and jumped back when she realized it was still hot. Hello? She called out. I'm Jennifer, with the Realtor Company. I'm here to check out the place. She continued around, talking out loud to whomever she was fully prepared to run into. She pulled her cell phone out and began to search through her numbers as she looked around the house. Everything seemed empty. The house even felt empty. After going room to room, she saw no one. Carl, it's Jennifer. Yeah, I'm at the gentry house. Have you heard from the owners? Okay, because it looks like someone was here very recently. I don't know. Well, I'm going to take some pictures and I'll be out of here. Alright, thanks. I'll see you later. She finished, placing the phone back in her pocket. She took the camera back out and snapped some shots of the kitchen and the family room. She couldn't help but notice how eerie it felt how abandoned the house really was. The vacuum cleaner sat out in the family room, as if it was just dropped in the middle of use. A few bills sat on the counter unopened, a plate in the sink. The place was otherwise pristine. It felt like breaking into someone's home, she thought, a strange feeling. Jennifer saw some family pictures on the mantel in the family room, a family of four, A younger girl, maybe the age of five, an older brother and a mom and dad, looked like a nice family. She could understand why the house looked so nice. She took some pictures of the family room from a few different angles. She noticed a half-eaten sandwich on the end table next to the recliner. She lowered her camera slowly, half in a trance as she looked at it. Something didn't make sense. What secrets is this house holding? It's like a moment in time, frozen, waiting to be discovered. Moving her way down the hallway, she turned into the bathroom, snapped a few shots. The sink faucet dripped slowly. Jennifer turned the faucet a little and the dripping stopped. A towel hung over the shower bar. The realtor in her knew the one bathroom would be negative, but... The itch in the back of her mind couldn't help but be puzzled by her discoveries. The little signs that something seemed to drive the family out. And in a hurry. It didn't seem planned. She turned into one of the bedrooms. A small bed. Toys on the floor. A little pink tent in the corner. Obviously a little girl's room. She snapped a picture. In that moment, she thought she heard a noise... She didn't breathe, trying to listen. It was a faint whisper in the air, far too distant and faint to discern. It almost sounded like it was coming from the tent. Jennifer slowly took a step forward, not sure if she had heard anything at all. Then it came again. The little thin cloth flap that made up the tent entrance rustled ever so slightly. It was easy for her to dismiss it, pass it off as imagination, but as she turned to leave the room, the imaginary eyes burning a hole in the back of her head urged her out of the room quickly. It was all in her mind. had to be. As she made it out of the room, she heard what sounded like a giggle. She stopped in her tracks, and ice filled her gut. Her heart had begun to pound in her chest so hard she could feel its pulse in her ears. She slowly peeked in from the door frame, afraid of what she might see. The room sat empty. Part of her wanted to peek in the tent, like a child checking under the bed for what monsters lie in wait. She continued to brush off any such inclination. The next two bedrooms offered no strange noises. Just more questions, as their rooms showed beds unmade, jewelry still on the dresser, clothes neatly tucked in their drawers. She snapped a few pictures with the camera, happy that everything had been in great shape, tucking away any theories as to why this family had jumped ship and disappeared. It was strange, but far easier to just let it go. She turned back to the kitchen to make her way out. As she passed a pantry door, Jennifer was stopped when suddenly it cracked open. Deep inside, she felt the urge not to look, just leave, just leave, she pleaded to herself. Turn around, get in your car, and don't look back. But she knew herself too well for that, and she reached for the handle to the pantry door. The door creaked open with an eerie groan Cutting through the silence of the empty house, a sickness came to her stomach. She opened the door and revealed a dark cavernous entrance. It seemed to lead downward, like stone steps to a basement. This house wasn't supposed to have a basement. With apprehension, she moved forward. She lifted up her phone, using the screen illumination in hopes of seeing what was ahead. The darkness was too thick to pierce with the dim light of the phone. She snapped a picture. She wasn't sure why, but this basement deserved an explanation. This house didn't sit right to her. She took slow steps forward, doing more feeling on the, on, with her hands on the walls and her feet to find the next step. Suddenly, a dim glow came from the bottom, like the dim orange glow of candlelight. Revealing a right turn ahead, she made it to the bottom, which opened up to reveal some sort of hidden altar. Candles lit around in a strange design, on the wall, with what appeared to be a pentagram. The cold ice filled her gut again, and the urge to run consumed her. Suddenly she heard a slam, and she knew immediately what it was, the pantry door. She rushed back up the stairs to see what she knew was waiting. She practically crashed into the door, trying to force it open, but it wouldn't budge. "'Somebody help!' she screamed. Not certain why she screamed as she knew no one would hear her. She quickly grabbed for her phone with fumbling hands to discover her phone had no signal. "'Jennifer' came from below. In a soft hiss. She stopped breathing for a moment as she peered back down the steps. Her eyes tried to fixate at the bottom at what she thought she saw. Every bit of her hoped it was but a trick of dancing firelight on the walls, but she knew it was a shadowy figure at the bottom. It stood there, the figure's edges cutting through the orange glow of candlelight unmistakably. Jennifer knew no other course of action but to scream and furiously pounded on the door with all her might. The door forced open at the same time. She knew the figure began to sprint up the staircase after her. As she forced through the door, she fell to the kitchen floor in a sliding motion. Her feet kicked the door shut. She grabbed a chair from the dinner table and swiftly jammed it under the door handle. She sprinted towards the front door, fumbling for her car keys. As she reached the front porch her keys fell from her hands and down into the front bushes shit she gasped frantically as her hands searched in desperation she scooped them up in her hands and bolted to the to her car without turning back she peeled rubber down the road and drove as fast as she could she didn't care which direction she went as long as it was away a few miles down the road she pulled over to a stop and put her car into park Unsure what else to do, she cried into her trembling hands. She knew it was some sort of evil down in the bowels of that house. She took a few minutes to contain herself, then pulled out her phone. Carl, it's me. We have a problem. There's something in the basement. I don't know what the hell's going on, but this house isn't right. Yeah, the basement. Yes, I was in it. I don't care what the building plan said, there is a basement. I'll send you the picture. Okay, I'll call you back." She hung up the phone, mumbling to herself as she went to pull up the picture from the open pantry door. The basement door, she thought to herself. She found it, but couldn't believe what she saw. The world around her began to spin as all rationality crumbled around her. What was supposed to show a dark, cavernous entrance was merely a small pantry. Shelves were filled with canned goods. Boxes of angel hair pasta and pancake mix. She flipped through the other pictures on her phone incredulously. It was as if she was getting lost into madness. She went to the picture again and just stared at it for what seemed minutes. She noticed something then. Something hidden in the picture. Deep in the back of the pantry. On the pantry shelf. It was behind some boxes peeking out from the back in the oddest of places it was a face covered in shadow she moved the phone screen closer to her eyes as she struggled to see it it was unmistakable it was the face of a man with piercing red eyes partially shrouded in shadow and only half exposed it was hiding but it was as if it also wanted to be caught just for her. She screamed and threw the camera to the back seat. She folded her arms over the steering wheel, burying her face into them. The tears flooded out. She knew no one would believe her. Any proof was gone. She remembered the camera and pulled it from her purse. She turned it on to flip through the pictures. In the family room, a quaint shot of a floral pattern couch, with the beautiful window in the backdrop. But in the bottom left corner, hidden under a pillow and hardly exposed, was the face. The same shrouded face with piercing red eyes. It was menacing. It wanted to be found just for her, and she knew it, which was all the more unsettling. She quickly flipped through all the pictures and there were faces everywhere. Each one, faces everywhere. Every cell in the human body as a finite lifespan. They say every seven years, there is a new you. Each organ takes a different period of time, but eventually, every cell will be renewed and become a new you. Jennifer became a new person in one day, never to be the same. How could she ever tell anyone all she experienced? No one would believe her. She was forced to carry that memory with her for the rest of her days, becoming a little darker, that life that burned inside her a little dimmer. The firelight of her life while still lit is flickering wildly in the turbulence of her memory. She knew she would be okay. Of that she would be certain. But if a house had memories, what darkness sits in that house? What truths lie in wait, wanting desperately to be discovered? One thing she knew for sure. The faces. We'll be there waiting.